Hello, my friends. This is Paul Drockton. This is the Bible Simplified, and as promised, uh, I'm going to talk about history and things that uh, directly relate uh, to the Bible. So today I'm going to talk about the Egyptian gods, and primarily we're going to talk about the god Osiris, the god Horus, and the god Isis in Egypt. So to understand the myth of uh, these three gods, and these are three gods that really have continued to this present time in various forms, which I'll get into. But um, Osiris was married uh, to Isis. And basically his rival, his name was Set, S-E-T, or Seth, S-E-T-H. And they were always fighting. They went to war with each other. And uh, Set uh, was the god of uh, the lower Nile which was mostly desert, and uh, Osiris was the god of the upper now. So throughout their battles, um, Set uh, was uh, injured in his private, so he wasn't able to reproduce. And of course, um, in one of the battles, uh, Set actually murdered Osiris, cut his body into multiple parts, and then distributed him throughout the land. Isis, who was the wife of Osiris, reassembled those pieces but wasn't able to find his private parts. And so she made one out of clay. After that, she became impregnated with the temporarily reassembled Osiris. And uh, he died, and she bore a son called Horus. Now, Horus is uh, also an enemy to Set or Seth. And he was blinded in one eye by Set. And what the Egyptians believed is that uh, he was the uh, god of the sun and the moon. One eye being the sun, the other eye being the moon. Now, you might be asking yourself, why am I telling you this? Well, I'm going to explain this. Wherever there's a myth, there's always some basis in truth and reality. So, after the flood, we know that Noah had three sons. Uh, one was Set, the other one was um, Ham, and the other was Japheth, and Japheth. So Seth was the elder son, and he also was the holder of the holy priesthood, the Melchizedek priesthood, which I've talked about. And as the holder of the Melchizedek priesthood, and as a truly righteous man, he sought to establish the kingdom of God on earth. Now, his rival was Nimrod. Nimrod uh, was the individual who wanted to build the Tower of Babel so he could uh, invade the city of Enoch, which was still visible in the heavens, and kill God. That was his goal. I know, he, he was an idiot. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, he was the grandson of Ham. So Nimrod, what he did is... Uh, he battled Melchizedek. Now, according to the historical record, it talks about him battling Abraham, but the truth of the matter, it was Melchizedek he was fighting. Uh, he wanted to overthrow the city of Salem, which was a city of peace, which was truly a city of God. Now, in Salem, there were no poor, just like the city of Enoch. Everyone took care of his brother. There was, uh, you know, everyone loved his brother. They kept the commandments. No one uh, committed adultery uh, or any of the other sins we talk about. 
And as a result, um, God was able to visit Salem and to bless Salem. And as a result, Melchizedek was called the Prince of Peace. Now, Melchizedek and Nimrod fought multiple battles. And in one of those battles, Melchizedek actually slew Nimrod, cut him into multiple pieces, and then sent those pieces throughout the world. Now, Nimrod's wife was Semiramis. Semiramis uh, basically uh, established or helped establish the city of Babylon. Nimrod established the city of Assyria. Assyria was a military state that uh, Nimrod used for conquest. Babylon was a, a city of, let's call it, uh, unbridled lust. Everything went. Narcotics, drugs, alcohol, uh, prostitution, um, literally no morals whatsoever. I'm sure everything that we see going on today was taking place in the city of Babylon, which Semiramis uh, governed over as Nimrod's wife. So when uh, Seth, who was Melchizedek, slayed Nimrod, Semiramis became pregnant after Nimrod's death. And she told the people that Nimrod was the one who got her pregnant. So I want to draw the parallel between the death, right, and the section of Nimrod, and the death and dissection of Osiris. Basically, as you can see the parallels, right? Now, intriguingly, or interestingly enough, uh, the truth is, is that Seth was the good guy. But in Egyptian myths, of course, Seth is the bad guy. So, when you look at the practices of Babylon, uh, everything you can imagine that has to do with selfish pleasure without regard for another individual is what Babylon was about. And why was Babylon created? Well, it was created so that Nimrod and his troops could go in and take these addicts back to Assyria where they would be, um, let's just say, invited <laughs> to join his military forces for conquest. In other words, they were enslaved. So first came the spiritual enslavement of Babylon, and then came the physical enslavement of Assyria. Now, I think you can see now why I wanted to tell you about this, is we live in the day where Babylon is everywhere. And we also live in a day where Assyria also exists primarily as China and Russia. So here in the United States, it's the spirit of Babylon that's taken over. And as you can see, everybody and everything, uh, as far as lust goes, anything goes, which obviously uh, is not going to lead to good things. And in the end, spiritual slavery always, always leads to physical bondage. So our first goal in mortality should be to overthrow those chains that Satan has around us, the ones that ensnare our souls, the ones that lead us into physical bondage, if we want to avoid the physical bondage. And I am here to tell you that the only way you're ever, ever going to be able to overcome Satan is through Jesus Christ. There is no other way. He said, I am the way, the truth, the life. He is the only one that ever has proven that he has power over evil and over death. My friends, we all need to turn to him if we want to escape from Babylon and from Assyria. It's just that simple. 
This is Paul Drockton. This is the book.